Welcome to the Stickers on the Mic podcast brought to you by StickerGiant.com, where we talk with our customers about how they started their business, how they're marketing their brand, and how they're growing their company. Without further ado, it's time for the Stickers on the Mic podcast from StickerGiant. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Stickers on the Mic. This is Andrew. Um, very excited to be joining us all again today. Thank you for listening into the podcast. Today, we have Abby Glassenberg, the president and co-founder of the Craft Industry Alliance. Abby, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited. Um, yes, indeed. And we've been doing some projects, folks. So we'll be referencing a few different projects that we've had in the past and then we're looking forward to as well. And But really, we're here to talk about the Craft Industry Alliance, how it came to be and what it sort of does for the community, Abby, that you uh, have helped build and of course now is is a whole brand and a platform in its own way and a media property and i'm excited to pick your brain about some of that stuff today for sure yeah absolutely um so let's start at the top right um the craft industry alliance uh what is it all about yeah so it's a trade association for people who own craft-based businesses um, and so we provide three things to the community. Essentially, we provide education, and that comes in the form of webinars that we host each month that are taught by an industry expert. Um, and we have courses on our site also that are kind of a deeper dive, as well as downloadable resources. So that's the education component. We also provide news coverage, and that's like B2B, business-to-business news coverage, for the crafts industry, we really felt like there was a hole in that market. There wasn't a great trade magazine. So we created a digital trade magazine for the crafts industry, covering things like trends, mergers and acquisitions, just what's going on in e-commerce, all the things that are relevant to a craft business owner. And then, so that's the news coverage. So that's education and news. And the third piece for us is community, giving folks a way to connect with one another, to learn from each other, to ask questions, to find collaboration. We have a meeting every month called the Craft Business Roundtable, where we come together and talk about what's going on in the industry. We talk about what's going on in our businesses, and it's a great way to get the pulse of what's happening. Um, and we also run mastermind groups, which are small groups of people that get together um, every other week set goals and work together to be accountable to achieve them. So we've got lots of ways for folks to connect um, in community in addition to our private Facebook group as well. So, so that's the three basic uh, components of Craft Industry Alliance. And essentially it's all the goodness that you might get at a trade show, but online and all year round and accessible to everyone. Yeah, that's really nice. Um, yeah. So training, of course there's discounts, which is awesome. Yes. We um, have discounts on lots of pro tools, including yeah, yeah. a discount on sticker giants. So, well, there you go. I forgot yeah. about that plug. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I didn't forget about the plug, but like <laughs> it's there if, if, yes. you know, and, and you specifically when we're talking about the B2B content, that's where you and I connected. Cause we, I was able to produce uh, some blog content for y'all's yeah. and, and I, I can't wait to do more actually. And those of y'all who listen to the show quite a bit know that I come from a crafting household. We have a craft room, hot glue sticks are a commodity where I live. Absolutely. So, um, I, I like kind of groove on this stuff quite a bit. Um, and you know, there's sort of, there's the, like you said, all year long, but there's seasonality involved in some of this stuff. You know, we mm -hmm. always ramp up in Q4, of course, for holidays and people are doing things, et cetera, et cetera. But um, that B2B kind of communication and, you know, um, 
folks, if, you know, Abby, you, you've, um, you, you're a sewing pattern designer, mm -hmm. you're a teacher, you're a journalist, like, so the, the new side, of course, as the brand journalist here is I'm, I'm, you know, my synapses are firing pretty hard. Like what you said, you saw that space. So you wanted mm -hmm. to really fill that, that space with high quality content that, um, helps this niche connect, but then also grow. Right. Yeah. Cause you have a vested interest. Like it's trade journalism, which is service journalism. It's not your mm -hmm. typical journalism, but it's like still producing news uh, for people. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I had been a sewing blogger for 10 years prior to co-founding craft industry Alliance in 2015. Right. And at the start, my blog was, it's called while she naps. So at the very beginning, it was really just um, things I was making while the baby napped. Yeah. Um, when I had a new baby. Um, and then it evolved into really focusing on sewing patterns for stuffed animals and dolls. Mm. Um, and then over time, I got a lot of different professional opportunities through that. I wrote some books and um, attended trade shows and started to see the business side of craft, which as a consumer, you're not necessarily all that aware of, um, but is fascinating. And what I realized too, was a lot of people were in the same boat that I was in, which is to say I had a degree in education and was a middle school teacher mm. um, prior to having children and getting into the craft industry and um, don't have an MBA. I am not a lawyer, um, but here I was having to read and understand contracts and negotiate them for book deals and licensing deals, figuring out insurance for my business, understanding how to do marketing and all of these areas that, you know, as a small business owner, we wear many hats. And, yeah. um, and what I realized too, was a lot of people were, were in that same boat. And so uh, we really needed a new kind of professional organization. And yeah, the news coverage started really with my blog. I kind of pivoted from writing step-by-step -step sewing tutorials to writing articles about what I was discovering and the business side. And that is the genesis of Craft Industry Alliance um, with my co-founder, Kristen, you know, we sort of moved out all that kind of content over uh, to the association once we founded it. Right. But in the process of you're producing a ton of media, you have your own podcast, you have the craft podcast, you're on my podcast It's getting mm -hmm. really meta right now. So, but like, so you're producing a lot too. So when you talk about wearing many hats, um, we talk about business growth and marketing, right? So the growth side is this media component and the service educational thing right? The business is creating this network and getting people into the community, doing mm -hmm. a trade show, doing like getting the subscriptions. You have to pay money, right? To mm -hmm. do this. Like you have a tiered subscription model um, for people to figure out where they fit. Because wouldn't, why wouldn't you want to become a midsize corporation mm -hmm. or an enterprise when you're just that individual Etsy owner? How do you, mm -hmm. like, that's a, a wide net is what I'm saying, right? So there's mm -hmm. the people who are just like, yo, I just print on my first one sticker and I want to sell it for $5 on my Etsy store. Yeah. I want to join, you know what I mean? And then there's the people who are like, I do washi tape. I do this. I do like, I've interviewed so many crafty people on the show. Again, I'm a little bit of bias. Mm -hmm. I like it, but it's also a great sticker and label segment. And it also is that sort of foundational people buy these little trinkets or stickers and they, it's all part of the matrix of like gifting and, and just like pop culture. Right. Yeah. So my question really, rather than this little 
aside is more like, how do you, that's a big audience to serve from startup Etsy, single sticker to very mature. My thing is planners and I ship them globally. Yeah, absolutely. And we really do serve all size businesses. So, you know, as I mentioned, I was a business of one um, as a sewing pattern designer, and I definitely love micro businesses who maybe start on Etsy and right. have just that one product, et cetera. Um, and then we serve mid-sized companies. There's lots of companies in the, in the craft community who have maybe 20 employees, that kind of size. And then we serve very large businesses as well, like, you know, Bernina and the big companies everybody's heard of. Right. And so it's a great question for us. We really felt like it's very valuable for us all to be in a community together because we need each other and uh, have a lot to learn from one another. And so, you know, when you're on a roundtable meeting and you have a show promoter there and you have a book publisher acquisitions editor there, and then you have an Etsy shop owner there, uh, and maybe you have somebody who teaches nationally there, you have all of these different types of people talking about what they're seeing and learning from each other. So there's a lot of benefit for that. That being said, our corporate members do have different needs. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not necessarily, you know, so invested in small changes that Etsy makes or something like that. Oh, they're like, we want the booth to be 10,000 square feet with our (laughs) banner and we're going to send 10 people and you need to do this, this and this for us. And they're like, I do, I've done, been doing trade shows my whole life, right? So like, and we do them for work here too. So those are just like, the moving parts and the characters involved and the egos and all of it, yeah. you know, like it's a very different side of, of the business. Absolutely. And that's and not so, bad. Like ego is important. It drives mm-hmm. growth. It drives these things, but you also have to like tailor so much to that. Yeah, absolutely. And so, um, you know, we send out a newsletter every Wednesday and it's a good way for people to sort of get a taste of what we do. It's free. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody can sign up for it, but what we do in that newsletter is we round up craft industry news of the week. So not just what's on our side, but what we're seeing everywhere. And there's a lot in there for our corporate members to chew right. on. Um, so that we're covering things like inflation, yeah, which yeah. is happening right <laughs> it's now. Like crazy, and, right? And, you know, shipping delays and supply chain issues. Raise his hand. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, these are all part of the matrix of things, like I said. Yeah, But, like, I'm just looking at news. It's like, we're going from Etsy to, you know, uh, shameless plug, stickers and labels for your branding, to inflation, Mm -hmm. to to productivity, you know, all in the same site, news-wise. So that, again, I'm a geek about this stuff. So, But then there's also, like a specific one-off thing in Kentucky about a member right. and, and, and speaking to the member thing. And, and that's where I want to go next with, with our, you know, sort of relationship and what we're doing. And cause I love customer stories and I like the humans behind the thing um, is you featuring them and, and engaging with those one-off people. And you have, like I said, you have a Facebook group that's private. How, how is like, who's managing all that? You can't possibly do all this. Right. So yeah, like, how does that look got- like for a team? Oh, yeah, we've got a great team. Um, I have an operations manager, Kate, mm. who has worked with us for a couple of years, and she's actually in Colorado. We're a remote team, right. and she's great. And then um, we also have somebody who does member engagement and sales, Stephanie, mm. and she's in Pennsylvania. And we have a graphic designer who works with us. Lisa manages our Facebook group, and so she does all the community building stuff there. So we definitely, I'm not doing it all. Meg manages our Instagram. So we've got lots of different people here working part-time or as contractors to help out. Um, But we are a small team and definitely 
uh, a remote team from the beginning. So prior to the pandemic, we were already using Zoom and Slack and all yeah. of those tools for years, which was great. I mean, especially with Zoom, we'd been conducting Zoom webinars from the beginning. And so it was really, we were really well prepared um, mm. to, teach, to teach our members how to teach online when all of their, you know, um, in-person gigs were suddenly gone for a long time. So, um, yeah, so that, that was actually a really great opportunity for us. And we actually saw quite a bit of membership growth over those years during the pandemic when people were at home and were working to, you know, build their own creative businesses. But now there's those same people and there's those side hustle people. And we, we actually track that trend pretty closely. And we're looking at those kind of keywords, right? Like, because those people from two years ago are still doing it. And now there's people who have spent the last two years. Now they're finally fed up. Right. And they're <laughs> like, no, it's time for me to do my thing and be me. Yes. Right? That's right. what everything is pushing. We're all being pushed in that direction. It seems like sometimes. Right. Yeah. Um, not, not me specifically, maybe you, you've already started this, but like you hear that undertone, right? Like, it's like that, that, that sort of, um, that's the backbeat to me. Like, and we see that, like, I see that with a lot of our customers, right. Mm -hmm. um, is that the, the last few months, especially in new year, et cetera, people are, it's a new fire. Um, mm -hmm. So um, I was going to say, we've, we've talked about the early days. You've talked about like a little bit of your past and how that sort of sets you all up. Yeah. Um, but so what are you seeing, you know, speaking to like that larger uh, business membership and, and also the trends in your industry, you just had a trade show, right? Like that we was did. a big, that was the first time y'all have done that. Talk about putting that together, what that was about, why did you need it, and, and what did you all learn? Yeah, absolutely. So um, as I mentioned earlier, we were an online trade association, so kind of a different model. Um, and we were a trade association without a trade show, which the other <laughs> trade associations in the crafts industry were almost the opposite, the, the existing ones, in that they were really a trade show organization. So you became a member, it was really just a ticket to the trade show and that oh, was really right. mostly what they offered. So we kind of flipped that. And so for, you know, seven years, we were all digital um, and, you know, various opportunities for in-person events came my way over the years, but none of them was quite the right fit for us. And we really needed something that was going to be B2B only um, because that's the audience that we serve and how we serve them. And so there was a trade show in Cologne, Germany for many mm. years. It's called H&H &H Cologne, and mm. it has a fantastic reputation in Europe, also in Asia, really all over the world from US as well. Um, but it's in Germany and it's really serves the crafts industry, specifically fibers. So like yarn and sewing and quilting yeah. and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and it's huge and gorgeous and inspiring. And, <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, they wanted to expand into to the U.S. market, what they were hearing from their exhibitors was, we want access to the U.S. market. And so they decided to take that jump. And the way that they work is really collaborative, which I think is fantastic. And so in Germany, they work together closely with the trade association there. And so when they came into the U.S. market, they wanted to collaborate with a trade association. And so they reached out to us uh, last July and said, here's an idea. Would you be our strategic partner? And so that felt like exactly the right fit. It's super high quality, beautifully done B2B show. Yeah. And it's a trade show that we didn't have to own. So mm. they are the experts when it comes to putting on a trade show. They actually the infrastructure. Put on, yeah. The whole like 
organization logistics are crazy. Yeah. And, and so that show is owned by Cologne Mesa, which is right. a company that puts on trade shows in lots and lots of different sectors and like lawn and garden and tools and tires and all these different areas. They've got tons of them all over the world. And so they really know what they're doing and they're able to put on the show where uh, we come in was to create the educational component. So all of the workshops, all the classes, the keynote speakers, all of that side of things, the panel discussions we put together, and then we work to market the show to the industry. So that was a Wonderful partnership for us. The inaugural U.S. event, which is called H&H Americas, was held in Chicago in June of 2022. And it was great. You know, coming out of COVID, people really wanted to see each other again and connect. Um, It was a little bit of a risk. So there was definitely people there walking the show who were like trying to suss it out. First year, new show right after COVID, you know, but we did, I really am so grateful for the 193 companies that chose to take out a booth and exhibit in this environment. And we had 2000 people come. It was wonderful. And just the beginning. So now we're working to expand out from fiber only, which is like yarn and quilting and sewing, but even further in those areas. And then also bringing in other craft niches like beading, scrapbooking and mixed media, sort of all the other pieces and have it all together. And as I said earlier, we all benefit from the cross pollinization and, you know, just getting to know one another in the same um, environment, because we are seeing a lot of retailers uh, diversify the offerings that they're carrying in their store so that they're not just a quilt shop, but they're a quilt shop that also carries yarn. So you can sell yarn in the winter and fabric in the summer, that kind of thing, or bringing in beading, yeah. um, bringing in these other crafts. And so by all being there together, we get to see what's new, learn from each other. And so I'm really excited for year two. We're just at the very beginning stages now of starting again to plan the education um, and to market the show again. So yeah, that's how it went. And we ordered stickers for our booth from Sticker Giant and they were such a big hit, I have to tell you. So that's fun. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, they were great. We gave them out as little free swag and we had one that said, um, happiness is handmade. So that was popular, kind of sweet sticker. And then the other one said, my small business is not a hobby. That one yeah. people loved. We had several Ooh. people come back and get more to give yeah. back to friends. So they were very popular. I'm definitely going to do freebie stickers again. Totally worth the investment. And with the discount that we offer, it was really not expensive. So it was yeah. great. That's so good. Um, and uh, yeah, you love to like have someone come back and be like, I had to, someone asked me, so I had yes, to. Yes, we more, had so know? many people come back. It was so fun. Yeah, we already are like collecting like kind of a sweet idea and then like a little bit of a snarky idea. So we have two different options. Yeah, sweet and year, savory. So. Yeah, no, sweet yeah. and savory. You got to right. like mix those messages. Yeah. Um, Because everything is so snarky these days. Um, <laughs> the snark is, is deep. Um, Oh, goodness. That's so exciting. I'm, I'm inspired by that. Um, yeah. And like you said, that's kind of the, the evolution of what y'all are doing. And now you're already like in the mode of next year. So you're thinking 2023 and we're going to do this. And so that's yeah. kind of the bigger picture for, for you and the org. Um, but 
we're kind of in the middle of, you know, the third quarter or whatever, you know, of the business cycle here, mm-hmm. beginning, excuse me, of the third quarter. Um, what are you looking at for the rest of this year, specifically with like Q4 and the way the holiday, I presume there's like a, a focus on that. Yeah, absolutely. And we, we try to really help our members for publishing next week, our holiday dates coming mm. up, shipping deadlines, yeah. also tools and techniques and things that you can do now to get ready for holiday success. So yeah. we try to help each other to plan well, like, you know, if you are going to run a Black Friday sale, what is that going to look like if you're going to offer a new or exclusive item or do a collaboration? Like now is the time mm. in, you know, early summer, midsummer to start yeah. and get all of those pieces in place for holiday success. Um, and so we will also be running... Um, Well, we do a few things. One is a gift guide that features our members' products. We did this for the first time last year. It was really popular. People, especially I feel like coming out of the pandemic, really want to support small businesses. They've like realized how wonderful they are and how much they miss them if they close. And it's just a whole, it's just a whole right there on Main Street. No subway is going to be able to replicate like Maker General, which is the you know, crafting business here in Long Island. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so we did that. We had several hundred items that we featured last year. I think it's, it was really successful. So people just really want to share that on social media. So we're going to grow that this year and that will yeah. come out. Um, I, I think it comes out in early November, if I'm remembering oh, nice. correctly. Well, yeah. So editorial, you got to be doing it now. Yeah. You're yeah. shipping the November issue if you're on the editorial calendar. Yeah. We got to get that going. Yeah. And then um, we'll be running our mastermind groups. They open up twice a year. And so they open up at the end of December for our January start, which oh. is really nice because you're coming into a new year, new you, like set goals and really try to achieve them and really try to grow your business this year. So we open those sales up right toward the end of December, get everybody onboarded. Um, It's a big job because we have hundreds of people who sign up and then they have to be, they go through a a process of of, um, taking a survey and they talk about like, what they want to focus on most, whether that's social media marketing or leadership or, you know, whatever area. And then we ask them about how large their business is, how long they've been in business, how many employees they have, what yeah, their you don't want to waste somebody's are. time. Yeah. You yeah. And then we group them. And so yeah, yeah. that's a whole process. The, co- that we, the cohorting of it all. We yeah. cohort everybody yeah. into a group of four to six people that you know, people also don't necessarily want to be with their competitors. They kind of no. want to be with other people. So <laughs> putting them all together is a big job. Um, oh, that's just then, like high school all over again. Huh? Oh, it's it's like lot. skipping it, people at the lunch table. But it's very fun. Like once when people are in a really good group that gels, it's that so could change your effective. life. Though. That could be that could, that could literally like it's not, I'm not overselling it and being overly effusive, which people who listen to the show know I get psyched on this. Like if you can connect with a few people one-to-one and if you get their text their phone number that's they're your person (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) and we have groups that started I want to say like two years ago and are still going so it's really yeah it's really nice and they stay as members of your group and they come to your trade show and then they do their own networking Mm -hmm. events at the thing and they can meet their little sub community within the the larger groups totally it's so good so we'll be running those again and I think those are probably the two biggest initiatives that are sort of on the table coming Mm. into the the Q4 yeah that's awesome yeah wow gosh so much to chew on um covered a lot of ground I 
appreciate that. Um, we appreciate you all looking forward to our next collaboration. Uh, yeah. Looking forward to that. Um, love the artwork and the style, the aesthetic of the site, you know, Thank you. Um, and I'm glad the stickers worked out. Um, yeah. that's really cool to kick off like a whole new ball of wax like that with, with an event that you were able to just lift during the COVID time. So that's pretty rad. Um, yeah. I'm really say. looking forward to the 2023 show and you know it was a nice opportunity too for our members to see each other in person we held we hosted a member dinner mm. um and it was so much bigger than i thought you know i wasn't sure how many people to expect <laughs> good and problems like, good problems our, our restaurant yeah. kept having to like move us to a bigger yeah, yeah. space but um <laughs> it was lovely and you know we see each other online all the time but to see one another in person is just a whole different thing and so i'm really looking forward to h H America is being kind of part of the fabric of our organization going forward. That was a cute pun. Um, <laughs> fabric of your organization. Um, I like that. Uh, that's a good way to end it. Um, so uh, everybody, of course, thank you again for listening. Craftindustryalliance.org. Abby, uh, fantastic. Super appreciate you taking your time. Um, and, uh, everybody out there who has a crafty, uh, bent or a little bug for being creative, uh, you probably could learn a thing or two from the, uh, CIA, the craft industry alliance. Um, that's not what you all are. You're not the CIA, <laughs> you're the craft industry alliance. I was thinking acronyms. Um, but, uh, Abby, um, any, uh, you know, the, the sort of the last thing we always say, we, you know, every sticker has a story. You told us your sticker story, which is pretty great. Um, but you know, you started this almost eight years ago now. Mm -hmm. Um, what is sort of that lesson that you would teach, you know, the, the seven year younger version of yourself? I mean, I feel like sticking with it is so key. And, you know, we, you mentioned earlier, I have a podcast and, um, you know, podcasting as you, I'm sure are well aware, it's super fun in the beginning. And then you kind of are like, oh, it's a little bit of a drag. Like there's the a lot beast. of, you, know, you, like gotta feed any, the beast. you gotta feed the beast, like with <laughs> anything, it just sort of never ends and you can kind of get tired. And I feel like one of the secrets to our success has just been to stick with it and keep yeah. going. Um, don't give up. And even when it feels like work, it is work, but it's really great work because it's, it's, you know, you get to do this as your job. Exactly. <laughs> so just, um, yeah, just keep pedaling the bike. And, yeah. uh, and, you know, if you make small improvements every day, those really do add up. Yeah. Just keep swimming. Thank you, Dory. Um, <laughs> so, um, everybody, uh, be good to each other. Uh, and, um, like I said, if you're, in the creative and crafting space and you're interested in connecting with people, the craft industry alliance is there. Abby, thanks again for your time. Thank like you. we say, every sticker has a story. These are two fun trade show stickers. <laughs> and I really love the, 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 the mantra of my small business, small business is hobby. It's not a hobby. Not a hobby. Um, <laughs> all right, folks, uh, take care. Thank you for listening. And you know where to find us at stickergiant.com. See you soon. That wraps up this episode of Stickers on the Mic, brought to you by StickerGiant.com. You can download us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcatcher. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please leave us a review. It helps us reach new listeners and share our customers' sticker stories. And if you're inspired to create your own stickers or labels, head over to StickerGiant.com to check out our options and use the coupon PODCAST to take 20% off your first item. Thanks again for listening to Stickers on the Mic.